Stop for not entirely on time podcasting. Uh, my name. <laughs> fifth fifth and news. Ah, uh, you see, it's all gone to hell already, lads. That's the problem. So, uh, I am hosting because well, can it be arsed? It's a truthful answer. Um, and alongside me, we have the return of the after man. his year of shame and in high demand as well of Mr. Stuart Cullen. Hello. <laughs> I was just passing by. <laughs> he just felt he dropped in after a, after a little soiree. Uh, and alongside him is his Glaswegian colleague in crime, Mr. Will Thompson. Here, I didn't do it. You talk about crime. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said to the police. I'm not buying it. Right. Anyway, as it's been so long, we have all been playing many, many games. Especially Stuart's had to catch up on all that stuff that he didn't play last year because he wasn't allowed to. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is we'll do our patented let's just all talk about games. And I think we'll start with... Well, what have you been doing? Uh, <laughs> right, okay, I've got a couple of wee ones to talk about first. First up, we're playing Madden. Uh, that's not a wee one, Will. That's quite big. Aye, but it's wee as in I'm not going to talk a lot about it. That's what I'm talking about. It was sweeped up in this Super Bowl fever. This is why we don't do podcasts still. This is why we don't do podcasts, alright? Us arseholes <laughs> like you. This is why we don't talk in public. We've seen each other. You know what I mean? I mean, I thought Stu was dead. But anyway, I've <laughs> uh, been playing Madden because I got it for free with Access. Um, and I, I, I took a wee dabble at Madden last year and I tried to convince Del to teach me what Madden was and what American football was, but he patched me. He wasn't interested. So... Um, I started playing this year, I played through some of the tutorials and I found I'm quite hooked on it but what I really wanted to talk about was the differences between the Ultimate Team and Madden and FIFA and I wish FIFA would take a wee page out of its book um, when you're playing FIFA you get, obviously if you've played a few FIFAs before it, a few Ultimate Teams you load, log, log into the Ultimate Team for the first time and they give you a bunch of free packs with some free players and stuff like that but, I mean, Del, you've took, have you took a dabble in Ultimate Team? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Ultimate right. Team. But you know, you know, you're pretty good, high profile, like your team of the weeks and stuff like that, like your special cards. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and if you're an average FIFA Ultimate Team player and know the type of person that plays it non-stop, you don't have a hope in hell of getting near any of the things. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. If you're, well, if you're not dedicated to the cards. Well, when you start off in Madden, um, when you start your team, you pick. Who's your favourite team? What type of play you gonna do? You gonna do shot pass style? You gonna do uh, man defence? You got so you kind of pick a, t- a style to build your team around, and it fills you in. It, it gives you basically three elite players, which are like the value and equivalent of your team of the weeks. Um, like, like obviously you, you get your standard tiers, you get your bronze, silver, and gold, but you get these red players, which are like your kind of the top dogs. And it starts you off with freedom. And as you do these single uh, player challenges in the game, you're constantly getting given these red players. And 
I've never had to buy a pack or anything. My team's just full of these elite players, and I just wish people would take a, a, a leaf out of his book. But also on top of that, Del, I want you to go and pick up Madden 16 and learn how to play it again so you can play me, because I'm addicted and I want to play against somebody. So the question I have is, if you are a high-level Madden player... Yes. I suppose this is a thing that we don't know. If you are a high-level Madden player... Do you sit there and look at the ultimate team and go, yeah, but I need to buy further packs in order to make sure I've got enough players? It's only because you're just starting out that you're getting the whole, this seems to be enough for me, sort of thing. I well, I mean, I suppose there is like, the bigger players. There's like, um, I've seen like you can buy a John Madden um, manager card, and it seems to sell for like a million, co- a million coins. So he seems to be like your kind of Messi and Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's no because he gives you an advantage on the field. It's just because it's a rare collectible card, if you know what I mean. Okay. Um, these uh, elite players that I've got in my team. I mean, I've got. Uh, if anybody watched the Super Bowl, I've got. Who's the guy that was the the quarterback for the? Which side? There's Manning, Peyton Manning and that's the one. I've, I've got yeah. the um, elite version of Peyton Manning, which is okay. like uh, the, the players are ranked up to a hundred, and the the cards sitting at like ninety two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you can okay. imagine how good that is in like FIFA terms. Do you know what I mean? And my team is just full of people like this. And the other thing you you constantly get as well, um, if you open packs and you get silver players, you don't want the silver players. You quick sell them, you hardly get any money. Nobody's going to buy them in the auction. They're useless in FIFA. But in Madden, you get these, um, it's like collections, you call them. And you can collect things up. So like uh, some of them's like, if you collect all the players for a certain team, you'll get a special pl- card for that like a, a team of the week version of that like one of the, their best players or something like that um, but one of the other things is you get like silver players you can put them into this thing which is like a silver player exchange and you put them into it and once you collect once you've just put seven random crappy silver players in they'll give you a random gold player back okay. do you know what I mean there's nothing like this in FIFA and it just it's just so user friendly the only, the only complaint I would have about it is uh, you can't really do a single player seasons mode which like in FIFA I'm fine with that I can play multiplayer seasons and I usually dodge the single player seasons like the plague because I know enough I know my way inside out with FIFA and I know what I'm doing but obviously Madden I've only probably managed about 20 games so far in it and when you play people online they just hammer you but one of the pleasant things is about it I've noticed uh, I don't know if I've just been lucky but FIFA Ultimate Team is full of arseholes. Madden seems to be have some reasonably nice people on it. I've had quite a few people have um, sent me messages after the match saying a good game, blah blah blah, talking to me. A few people have had, uh, like said party invites and I've sat and had conversations with people and a lot of them seem to be a bit more helpful so I don't know if that's just been my luck or okay. if the community seems to be, and I'm hoping this is the case but it seems to be a wee bit more friendly. How, how does it play? As in, I appreciate you may not be entirely au fait with American football, but do you feel as if you are learning? Do you enjoy the game that it gives you? Yes. Well, I felt, as I say, it came out a week, we got it for free a week before the Super Bowl, and obviously there was reasons for that. (laughs) Um, But I found after a couple of days I was already like, I want to watch the Super Bowl. But after playing Madden for seven days and then watching the Super Bowl as somebody who had seven days previously not knowing anything about American football I sat and watched it and knew everything that was going on so cool. it's definitely taught me about what's going on and I think I think it's kind of got its hooks into me 
The one thing I've always struggled with in Madden is the defensive game. Always struggle with the defensive game. I don't know how to play it in a way that I can carry off effective tackles. That's a bit I've always well, this needed is the to thing. learn. I found about this. Um, have you picked defensive plays when it whatever car- whatever player you've selected, he seems to go on autopilot unless you press a button. So if you pick a defensive play and then don't touch the buttons, your defender's going to do the job for you anyway. Do you know what I mean? Okay. It's just you can kind of take the reins and make sure he does something a wee bit more advanced if you're good at it. But I'm not that great at it, so I'm quite happy to just let him do it and I just pick the plays. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Uh, it took me quite a while to decide, you know, when's a good time to blitz, when's a good time to, to do a bit of zone defence, that type of thing. But yeah. And I still don't quite have it done yet, but I don't think anybody does. Do you know what I mean? I don't think you can ever be entirely guaranteed. But well, I mean, that's the thing. You're, you're making what you need to learn as part of it, as part of Madden, is when those are most applicable. And you don't really learn that until you've played enough of it to begin to uh, recognise. And I'm starting to get to that. Like, if I'm sitting at the point where, you know, they're sitting, I'm, I'm going to throw some terms about it, but they're sitting like third uh, and one, third yeah. and one uh, yard. Um, I know they're going to go for a run. They're going to try and push forward because yeah. who's going to need pass? So that's the time. That's when you want to blitz. Do you know what I mean? Because there's yeah. no way they're going to go for a pass. Uh, usually in the first play, I'm going to go for a zone because there's a good chance they're going to go for a throw in the first. Do you know what I mean? So I've, I've started yeah. to pick these things up. It's no foolproof, but I I'm getting the experience for it. But I've been enjoying yeah. it, and I want you to learn to play it so I can play it with you. And if anybody okay. else is, I, would I might start it well. after we finish this podcast. See what happens. <laughs> Excellent. Um, also, I had a wee go of Unraveled. Um, I've, I've not stole that if any. You mean Unravel? Unravel, whatever one. One with a wee woolly guy. <laughs> Limbo, we will. <laughs> I, I may as well get this correct while we're doing it. It is unra- it's Unravel, no Unravelled. Right, okay. I don't, I don't Un- want complaints. Unravel. Yeah. Right, I've been, I played the um, the EA Access demo with that and I quite enjoyed that. Uh, as I said, it's very limbo uh, only a bit less horrible if that makes sense it depends but, um, how far you get into it it, it, it takes kind of it goes to unforeseen places if you know what I mean I've right, got I just the whole mean, game I just <laughs> mean there's never going to be you're never going to get anything as horrible as like what appears to be like a 10 year old wee guy getting a spike through his nut no, you know I mean? well, no, we really can't tell. You might get some wee sad moments and stuff. I can imagine that, and some of the deaths already I've seen have been quite. Especially when one of the wee horrible crabs gets a hoodie and rips you apart. Yeah, crabs, um, moles. There's a mole I don't know, section. It all kind of feels terrifying. a wee bit. It all feels a wee bit more tame because it's a wee woolly guy. But I, I had a really good time with. I really enjoy swinging about with the wee guy. Um, it's got that just that right level of difficulty where you'll get to a puzzle and it will stump you for a couple of minutes and then when you figure it out you feel like Einstein even though you should have probably known how to do it for the start do you know what I mean it's right up my street so you're at that nice point where you don't feel as if the game is just actively being a pain in the backside as opposed to being clever Uh, no yet because there's there's the tipping point where I've had where I've kind of gone Oh, I thought you were clever, but actually you're just now becoming a bit obtuse, and it's a very fine line, I tend to think. I guess that's probably after level two, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as I said, I quite liked it. I can see that there's a kind of deeper 
backstory going on in the background. I wasn't too interested in the wee woman and her family that have went missing over the years or whatever's happened to her. Um, I was just quite fun. I was just quite enjoying swinging a boot, uh, flying a kite. That was fun. <laughs> and it's just his wee face. He doesn't. He has quite an expressionless wee face, but there's something about him. Um, there's a bit quite early on where you get to stand on a big giant trike tricycle, uh, yeah. and you use it to get up and open the gate, and then he just goes downhill. And there's no much to it, but he's just playing it. You're just going, ah, oh, it's amazing. It's brilliant. But um, I can see myself getting it at some point. Uh, I'm not going to buy it just yet, but I enjoyed it. I recommend it. You've got EA access there. I'd still, I'd definitely say, play it. It's half an hour of your life. Get a try. Cool. <laughs> but the the main thing I wanted to talk about was a Minecraft story mode. You know, I like a wee Telltale series. Tell. You do. You do like to tell a tale. Stu knows that as well. I don't know why I'm just asking Tell. No, no, I'm just I'm, I'm just passing by. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye. So I, I I picked it up. Uh, it's not bad, you know. It's not too bad. I like the. the, the there's a lot I kind of. It feels like a telltale game, but it also very much feels Minecraft. When you walk about as the characters, it feels more Minecrafty. Everything kind of follows the rules of that world. So, like um, when you when you get into fights uh, against any any sort of enemies, skeleton zombies or whatever, your character just kind of stands and swings the sword in one motion in front of them and fights. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it all kind of feels right. Um, there's, there's a lot of kind of building elements in it. It's very kiddie, but it's cool. It fits the world. Um, but the one thing I was the the one issue I did have with it is that I'm not too happy with the fact that they keep saying we're screwed all the way through the game. Now I'm aware, Dell, you don't feel this is as much of a problem, but I'm, I don't think it's a problem either. I think my kid understands that if, we, if my kid hears them saying I'm screwed, they don't think what I think they're thinking, do you know what I mean? But to yeah. me, screwed means fucked. Do you know what I mean? And even you're if it isn't that mean, bad, there's there's yeah. just no need for it in a kid's game. I think you're putting an adult spin on a word that is not necessarily an adult word until you get older, if you know what I mean. Aye. I just don't think it necessarily needs to be there. Do you know what I mean? And I'm sure I, I'm not the only person that's picked up on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, probably, uh, it's probably correct. The only other kind of thing is um, sometimes I feel as if it tries to be too much like The Walking Dead, especially because obviously uh, Minecraft's a game that has zombies in it, as you know, Del. But mm-hmm. they're kind of silly, clunky zombies that kind of walk at you, walk towards you in a kind of janky, silly manner, and uh, they're never particularly scary unless you're underground and it's dark. Do you know what I mean? But there's a lot of like, kind of scenes in it where they've tried to get the tension down in it. Um, we've got like four or five of them show up at the one time, and they just don't move like Minecraft characters. And I get that they're going for the tension, but I was just like, no, that's no Minecraft. You're being Walking Dead where <laughs> Minecraft's getting new. Um But that's probably the only two complaints I've got about the game. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the 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 story of the world. I, I mean, I'm not going to tell too much, but. Uh, the idea is there's been this order in the past who are, I think are meant to be like represent players. Like if you had a group of people that played Minecraft, they're meant to kind of represent your average players, and um, they were famed for killing an Ender Dragon, which you don't know what that is, Del, but who cares? Yeah. And um, someone shows up 
and unleashes this new monster into the world to try and take them out, but they're nowhere to be found. So you and your wee ragtag group of adventure, uh, adventurers need to do something about it. But it's fun. The only other thing I would say is I hated... I, I, I played as a woman the whole way through the game because I hated the voice actor that plays the guy. Okay. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, did you ever watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Right, uh, you know the wee kind of fat guy that works in the the S.H.I.E.L.D. safe house and he's got yes. loads of brothers, the, the twin brother, quadruple no or whatever brother, either clones or whatever they are. Um, I, Just in case anyone's watching, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, it's season this. four it's on now, so I think that's... Yeah, that's uh, what I'm about. But either way, it's him that plays him <laughs> and he really gets my goat, so I played as the, the female and I had a much better time. Does he keep asking I... you for a keycard when you play it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is well folded in some Agents of Shield comedy ah, because it's right. so laminated. But what this boils down to is, if you like Telltale games, you'll love this. If you like Minecraft, you'll probably love it. Uh, what it did do was it spurred me on to play some more Minecraft, and uh, I started up a wee world and I put some time into it. And I have built. Any news of ever watched Dragon Ball? Have you? No. Uh, I built a big gigantic Corrin's tower in it that took me about three or four days to make, and I'm incredibly proud. I want somebody to come and look at it. Please. So, question in terms of the Minecraft story mode is, in the grand scheme of Telltale game series that have come out, mm-hmm. is this very safe? As in, did you come at the end of it and go, eh, it's a nice story, it's reasonably well done, but was it was it gripping it, or was it more just a... It was mere... A distraction. It was mere... Um, it wasn't so much like... The other Telltale games have been mere on the drama... Uh, this one was more kind of whimsical. Do you know what I mean? You were kind of playing it. It was always kind of fantastic. Every time you went to it, you went, you went to a different world based on something else. And it was, I don't mean based on franchises or anything like that. I just mean like you, you went to a world that was all based on redstone. And in the game, redstone's what you use to make mechanical things in it. So pistons, any anything mechanical in the game. So you get to go to a world that's just full. Of, everything made of that um, you get to go to the big castles that people have made Somebody, uh, a big giant maze made in Minecraft and yeah. everything looks like it's been built in Minecraft which I was quite pleased by do you know what I mean some of it kind of warps the rules a wee bit like um, in the PC version only not in the consoles in the PC if you use PC commands you can make something called a command block Mm-hmm. Right now, this isn't a proper legit piece in Minecraft. It's only something you can use in the PC, and I don't know much about what it does, but it, I know it gives you increased control over the physics of the area. Um, okay. So it's only kind of like a PC mod thing, or not? It's not even a mod. You know what I mean? The PC commands. Um, one of the characters in the game has crafted a command block, and <clears throat> he's built a monster using the command block. And it makes the monster a worse version of the monster. Now, these two things can't happen in Minecraft. But, you know, it's using proper Minecraft stuff. And it adds a wee bit more peril to the game. Uh, the other thing I would say about it is they're quite nasty. Um, I know it's I know it's a telltale game. And I know in, they're quite famous for your life or death choices. And because you made this choice, that guy died. Or because you made that one, the other person died or whatever. But... I wasn't expecting so much here in this, if you know what I mean, because there's a couple of deaths in it that you're kind of responsible for, and I was like, you know, I know it's Telltale Games, but calm down a wee bit, I'm only playing a Minecraft game, do you know what I mean? 
No, it's. I mean, kids are kind of used to death in some uh, ways because if you. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. One of them's films. nasty, Dale, and it doesn't do anything for the story. It's just mean. Do you know what I mean? And it's going to have anybody who. Any kids that are invested in that story are going to be heartbroken. That's all I'm saying. Hooray! He's <laughs> doing his job thing. But I'm, I, I did. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it doesn't really compare to the likes of your uh, Tales of Borderlands or your original Walking Dead's and stuff like that. But it's a nice, as you said, as you put it, it's a nice wee distraction. Yeah. And I was able to rent it. Do you know what I mean? So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering if it was. Is it something that you? kind of look at it and go oh yeah this is one of their best ever or is it just well I paid through it it took me six seven hours and it was okay it's definitely not one of the best if you if there's other telltale games you haven't played yet play them first is what I'll say unless you've got a a deep love for Minecraft yeah okay but, but that's what I've been up to that that's what you've been up to tons of Fallout and one just a pro tip to anybody if you're playing Fallout don't take two weeks after Fallout because I've came, I've just came back to it after two weeks, and I'm just looking about and going, I don't even know what's happening in this, this area. I don't know, I don't know where this place is. See, if you're not dedicated to the wasteland, then it's just, right. just going to chew up and spit you out, mate. That's the problem. Right, but that's me. So cool. who's next? It's going to be Stu next because he's how how is your 2015 catch up going in your early part of 2016? Fun. Fantastic. Well, there wasn't much last year. This is the thing we were talking about. It was quite a a, a, a light software year, or at least for me it was. In World War 2, there was only like nine games I missed that I really wanted. Um, which is a bit of an anticlimactic thing, I suppose. But, um, yeah. You know, most people, you know, most average people go like a year only buying less than nine games. <laughs> a, there's people that just buy FIFA every year and then that's or COD. The or COD. FIFA or COD. Yeah. And the odd Grand Theft Auto. But anyway. I digress, on you go, mate. Aye, um, yeah, um, playing, fuck, I've played quite a lot, actually. Um, played a lot of Rainbow Six, it's Rainbow Six, um. Wow, is it, so um, is this Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah, yeah. Because it's not really Rainbow Six. It's uh, Rainbow Six if you, like, I've played it and I can confirm it as Rainbow Six, but <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely well, it's... no Mass Effect or Final Fantasy, or it's definitely Rainbow Six. You see, unfortunately, I can't get nod with you for being a pedantic bastard, considering I was earlier. So, well played, <laughs> you bastard. Um, but it's it's kind of Rainbow Six light, as in it's got terrorist hunt and it's got. Ah, it's, uh, uh, it's the one line. Yeah, the key, you know. Um, but there's, I mean, there's no single player to it. There's no missions that you're going through. You're not saving the world. You're just uh, that's the situations. Um, yeah. situations are kind of grey area yes it's single player content because you play for them yourself there's ten of them yes but each lasts about three minutes each um, so, so I'm guessing it's not grabbed you then um, well the single player stuff nah, no just been the game as a whole oh no I'm top ranking it and I've done everything and I've spent maybe 30-40 hours on it so okay. um, yeah it's no helped by the fact I was picked up by a group of guys so there was a group of us one point uh, the boys are at This Is Xbox um, the text podcast they play it quite a bit so I kind of piggybacked with them so I think every night for three four weeks we were solid playing Rainbow Six and okay. you were talking ten to twelve people playing right. it so that's a lot of people um, and it was it was good it was good it, it's it's had its day you know what I mean I've enjoyed it the DLCs I've played a wee bit of it there's not enough DLC to put me back so 
hey-hole. It's... So, well, that's, that's not bad. I mean, if I kept Jeff for 35, 40-odd hours with a good team around you, then... Oh, that's the kicker, isn't it? If you're playing with a group of people who play the game, then you're obviously going to go back to it, you know? It um, seems to be the kind of... The, the, the way with these things is if you've got a social group playing it, then you will play it with the social group, if that makes sense. Mm. I've got that game. Do you? Hooray! Aye. It's shite. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. See, I'm just nah, I don't think it's... I don't think it's, it's, it's shite. I'm playing it... I mean, sometimes I just go on by myself and just jump into randoms games. And it loses a little bit. I don't think I can... You know, I can't say, oh, it's definitely the same thing, because you don't have the teamwork aspect, but it's still quite enjoyable. And there's still moments when you're even playing it single player that you think, that, that was pretty fucking good. Um, I think there was one moment that I was protecting, it was a hostage situation, and it was down to me and two other people. The two other people had blown a hole into the floor above me, and were trying to find where I was. I was basically lying prone on the ground, and eventually they started to jump down. One of them jumped down, shot him straight in the head, died instantly. And the other one jumped down, couldn't see where I was, and I just basically shot him about five times in the back. And those sort of moments are actually really quite good. They don't happen all the time, obviously, but it's when they do, or when you feel as if you've done something that's a little bit special, it still has that moment of sweet satisfaction to it. Um, no, of course, there's other times that I just is. shoot the shoot the hostage in the head by mistake. Those are the unfortunate times. But yeah, it's when you shoot your the... own team by mistake, <laughs> that's I'm sure Baron uh, Van Van Pleble uh, <laughs> will uh, testify to I've shot through him to get to an enemy. Uh, <laughs> on more is this take no prisoners, Stu? Is it? Well, if the job needs done and he's in my way. <laughs> It's well, he'll take the prisoners. He'll take. He'll, he'll go easy on the other team. Just know his end team. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I um, I've I've winged him once or twice to get to a bad guy on the other side of him, well, which he was no doubt go. shooting as well. But um, I felt I had a cleaner shot through his torso. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, yeah Have you spotted fun. the can can glitch? The <laughs> Eurogamer again. Uh, that's not a glitch. That's actually a motion. It's 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 it's. it's, it's shtick is you, when you go prone you can prone back now instead of just proning forward so when you prone back you see your feet in front of you right so it's, no I'm not talking about that do you remember Eurogame when we played it I'd... and uh, the last kill and the guy was just running along the, the floor with his legs wiggling about in front of him Aye, actually that's... running running straight forward oh, oh. Aye, I thought was that was a prone of... I thought that was a prone <clears throat> no it was definitely a glitch and it showed up in the replay kill replay at the end of it as well which was fantastic <laughs> but anyway was, I was, was just I was just being a dick so just Obis move on well, some things never change um, <laughs> <laughs> well I was only playing uh, <clears throat> playing a bit of, a bit of, I've, only, I've only had it a few days but I'm playing a bit of Plants vs Zombies too yeah, it's mere yeah, Plants vs Zombies if you like the first one then it's a great game it's um, up to the ante new, three new classes each side Um an open world hub to fight in now which is quite interesting how's the balance um, between the two it's the early days there needs to be tweeting involved the game doesn't officially come out now to Friday but Thursday sorry Thursday so I think they might patch certain classes certain classes are overpowered to within which an inch of their life uh, the rose is pretty annihilating because it's auto lock um, the imp is 
very powerful in his mech, but he's shite when he's himself, which I kind of understand. You go the imp, you're rubbish as the imp, but the minute you get the the, the the Titanfall suit, which is Titanfall, it's, it's total rip off of Titanfall. Um, that sounds awfully familiar. Oh, it's he's even got a wee jetpack on his back to boost about the map. But um, when you get the Titanfall, you press the button and he Titanfalls for the sky and he jumps in his mech. Um, but um, it's it's it is for it is it's good fun. It's it's good clean non argumentative fun. And if you like it, you like it. It's a nice change of pace for the standard shooter stuff and that and the single player campaign and ah, it's a bit stretched out and stuff but there are some really funny missions in it um, so what do you do in the single player campaign is it like Titanfall that they just do multiple no, instances no. with bots no no there's an actual single player campaign where Ooh. you um, you start off by doing missions for the Dave bot and then you end up doing missions for the new characters who are agents and some of the missions are like standard missions are uh, a fetch quest or a defend or a card ops but it's littered with really nice wee ones because um, two of my favourite are there's so far as the corn guy he gives you a, basically the death fair above level in COD okay. you're in the AC-130 well you're in a corn AC-130 shooting corn <laughs> at zombies on the deck it's brilliant and the other one is you have to defeat, defeat a zombie commander shepherd it's no a zombie commander shepherd it's a zombie imp uh, who is commander shepherd and he's got n7 armor and then he brings in his n7 mech and the n7 mech's got an omni tool blade and it's <laughs> it's just it, it, you know I mean you'll find if you if you look between the lines there's a lot of comedy to be found in that game and uh, I think they are the kind of missions that are really decent and stuff so hopefully there's more of them in it but it's pretty throwaway you just kind of play the single player for the I can't even tell you the story I don't listen to it they don't talk English for a start they talk yeah. plant um, but you can play both sides of the you fence you don't talk plant? nah I don't talk plant um, but you can play both sides of the fence so you play the the, the British campaign no you play the plants campaign and then you go and play the zombies <laughs> campaign so who do, who do you relate to? Who's the British in your head? I was going to say the plants are the British the plants, and the zombies are the Nazis. That's um, pretty See, much it in a nutshell. But um, uh, it's um, it's nice, clean fun. And if you if you didn't like the first one, you'll not like this one. Because it's you, no you, changed you, fundamentally. You sound pretty, as I would class it, you sound pretty whelmed. Yeah. I take it the single player campaign does a good job of taking you through all the different classes Aye, and getting you used to using their abilities because that was always the thing I always find this when you play a multiplayer only shooter um, you're, you're kind of just flung in and you t- have to take for granted that you know how to do all this stuff But so when I play Plants vs Zombies you turn it on and I end up sticking to the same two classes because it's the ones I've learned how to use mm-hmm. do you know what I mean but at least if there's a single player there to play through I'll get a blast at all the other things and see what they all do and ah. see what I want to build up towards in the multiplayer well that's what the hub I mean? world's kind of like now is because it's got this hub world it's like you can actually just roam about the world it's kind of like a wee town there's like one, like I say one side's zombies one side's plants and then in the middle is the battlefield but there's a harbour and there's a sewer system and all that and there's hidden collectibles and all that shit but you can roam about this level as any character and Random. There's this point. There's mini games and stuff, and you can raise a flag and have a, a major tower defense moment. And uh, it's a case that it's good training for being the characters and seeing what each character has to offer and stuff. So um, there's mere opportunity now to just mess about and see what 
who you like and who you don't like and stuff in that. But um, yeah, I like the new additions as well. The new additions of characters are, are really good. The orange is really good. Uh, I like him online. Um, the superhero ones are pretty good as well, and the pirates just they, they, they've kind of went. The new ones are all OP'd compared to the old ones, if you know what I mean. But you unlock all your old. It's quite good as well because you, all your old content you unlocked in the last game you can transfer into this game. Nice. So all your characters so say you're level 100 or whatever 50 or whatever and you've got like all the pea shooters and five chompers and engineers and soldiers and that all you do is go go to the mailbox and it imports all your data into the game and then you've got all the characters after that in the game which is really good because it saves you fundamentally having to grind double the characters to get the same characters you does that not lead to possible balancing issues though if you've got a bunch of people that have played it for a very long time come straight in and have access to higher level gear well it's the variety it's like it's this rock scissors paper concept each character there's a character that beats that character and it's only the variants so it's like the pea shooter uh, with the silencer the gatlin pea the plasma pea they're still corally the same character it's just their abilities that change so but that's always that's always the problem is that if you have one that has a specifically good ability, then you've got to be hard to kill. Yeah, but then that's the whole make up of the team. If you've got a team for X, Y, or Z, you know what I mean? It's it's. I know what you, I know what you're saying, but it seems to be a lot of focus thinking to the new characters in it anyway. So everybody's okay. kind of on. You nobody has unlocked any new variants. Well, Kind of guess you, you nerf the older ones even the high level Aye. older ones you nerf them slightly and the new guys well, are the pea shooter and the soldier the soldier was always the best character uh, zombie soldier was the best character in the last game but yeah. um, it's it's really been it's it's meh, it's not very good now but that's because they've obviously went we'll just damp them down yeah. but that's balancing issues right. uh, did I get to um have my Commander Shepard skin for multiplayer? Is that, is that a thing? Do if you pre-order the game. I know that's the way of getting it at the moment, but they might do it as a freebie. So yes, you can get the N7 armor for multiplayer, but I think it's a pre-order only just now. I know I've no got it, so yes. I want it. But um, but I'm going to be sticking to probably renting it until it's free on EA access to be honest oh well probably well like I say well it's up in access now you got a 10 hour trial on it um, aye I know I've seen that I've not downloaded it yet um, too busy playing Unravel on there <laughs> well it's, it's, still, it's not a bad way to spend the day um, but yeah definitely worth a if you like that stick then it's definitely for you um, the only other thing I've played um, oh no the only other thing I've played played fucking chicken right? the only other thing of note of note is I've <laughs> had access to and I doubt this will be edited by Friday so we can talk no, embargo, we can talk embargoes <laughs> at the moment but I've been playing super hot on the PC um, which is a really interesting game in a really weird way and if you've got epileptic fits or take them, you will not play this game full stop. Um, so what is it? I've never Super are basically a really stylized first person shooter that isn't a first person shooter, it's a puzzler. Hmm. And it's kinda like if you took areas of Mirror's Edge but filled them with characters for Tron. It's uh, <laughs> it's 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 a it's it's it, Foley's the same archetype as Hotline Miami in that it's really it's not so much doing the shooting and the action it's doing the planning a path 
and executing that path. But then if you die, it's instantaneous respawn. So it now, knows... Yeah, because if I remember rightly, the basic scheme of this is, it's a first person, if you move, time moves, shooter. Yeah, time moves, time constant moves, but time slows when you don't move. So if you stand still, time still moves, but the minute you move, yeah. time progresses at the correct p- pace. So an example is there's a the, the easiest examples there's a <clears throat> a level where there's a corridor and there's three guys at the end shooting and you you need to make it to the middle of the corridor to pick a gun up and shoot them so it's like their their bullets are flying by you so you need to go left and right and left and then pick the gun up and then shoot them but then while you're shooting your reloads took into consideration as well because it's a time it's a time sensitive action. So you can't just shoot, shoot, shoot. No, you shoot, and then the gun has to reload, and you need to take aim, and you need to shoot at where they're going, not where they are. If that makes mm-hmm. sense as well. So yeah. when you see guys running at you, if you shoot at their heads just now, they're going to miss because he's going to obviously move in real time and be faster than your shot and stuff. Um, it's, it's a really interesting concept, um, and I really like it. It's, it's like I say, it's got that hotline Miami vibe. Um, it's coming to the Xbox One as well at the end of March, I think. But yeah. um, I think it hit, well, it hit Steam then this Friday. Um, I don't know how much it's going to be. Um, I find out for the press release, but I think it's. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even want to guess. I think it's. Uh, I can see especially. I can see it being around about fifteen pound. But uh, probably, probably. I think there's twenty levels in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story it tells is I've not f- totally finished it yet, but it tells a kind of. I, I, I'm not going to waste anything but it's one of these kind of all doesn't all isn't as it seems you're a hacker yeah. or you're programmed to be a hacker and you think you're doing something but you might not be doing something and stuff like that the cake is a lie kinda <laughs> aye it's one of the ones um, but it's really good the mixture of like like how you solve these things because you can throw objects so there's a kind of a level on a bar and what I've like what I did was you start off in the toilet, so you, you beat the guy to death in the toilet. Then you come out and you jump on the pool table, grab the pool ball, throw it at the barman who's got a shotgun. His gun goes in the air. You then grab a bottle on the bar, throw it at him again. He lets go of the shotgun, grab the shotgun, shoot him, rotate run, and two of them come in for this door. Get the two. And this is all, and it's really hard to explain, like, as in, like, the speed this goes at. Because this isn't going at, like, breakneck speed. This is kind of like awareness, like, right, I know there's a guy here, I'm going to need to deal with him. And then it's like, if he's there, where can he shoot? The hit detection in it's a bit mental. Everything, the whole, it seems the whole area of the screen is hit detectable. So if you think, oh, that shot's going to fly by him at the side of me. No, no, if that shot appears on your screen, you die. So you really, you feel really wide playing the game, if you know what I mean. So, um, does, so there's two things that I wonder about this. One is, is this the sort of thing that when you see someone that knows how to do it looks really good, but when you do it, you just die all the time and it gets frustrating because you have to work out the way around the level? I think no. I think once you get the hedron, you're hedron the mechanics because you can throw your gun as well. So like if you've got an object, like say you've got a baseball bat, you can throw the bat, and if you throw the bat and you hit them, you can grab their gun and then move. It, 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 it's once you get your head round. Is it like Hotline Miami? Kind of thing, once you get your head round how it works, it then becomes fluent in second nature if you know what I mean it's not so much a case of there's an endless mode like an arena and yeah. the arena is really good fun but you never know where they're coming from in the arena and you just need to fluently keep moving in time to make sure 
you pick the gun up and stuff, and I okay the gun. There's no ammo counter. It's really clean the screen. There's no ammo counter, no health. It's it's one hit kill, but there's no health. Yeah. There's no nothing like that. So knowing how many rounds are in a, a clip is slightly. Um, it's slightly annoying, but it's not a problem because once you run out, it says guns empty. But then technically the gun is a weapon itself, as you can throw it. So, <laughs> but the more time you spend with it, the better you'll get at it. So, you know I mean? and is there a chance for a lot of experimentation, or once you've finished the level, do you, do you kind of think I've done the level now? I don't really feel a great need to go back and maybe try it. It's a different just way. beating times and stuff. I'd say. Um, because you get to the end and it just keeps flashing on the screen saying super hot, super hot, which will set off your epilepsy. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I, as far as I can see, it's like you play through it and everything and back to beat times and stuff. There's no really a great deal of... Huh? Are there leaderboards in it? I think there will be at the moment because it's technically in beta. Yeah. There's none, but I think they might switch them on on Friday. Okay. Which, I definitely think the arena will have a leaderboard. Um, so that would be that would kind of be what what would maybe make people come back is if they saw that what's his name was like two seconds quicker and he's how the hell did he do that sort of thing I wonder that's how what I say mean. whenever Stu beats one of my scores <laughs> what's his name speak one of my scores again <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see how they handle the Xbox version because I know I'm just playing the PC version but I'm playing it with an Xbox controller so control wise yeah. and that'll be solid but it'll be interesting to see like if they add any, I don't think they'll add any content, but I wonder what the after game support will be on it. Because I'm not saying it's light on content. It just, I don't think there's enough there to 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 warrant the. Uh, oh, fifteen pounds probably the asking price now for these games. I'd say on the Xbox, on the PC, it's a different question. But um, ah, if you like it, you you if you like it, and you've seen it. I, I mean, do remember I saw last year's E3 trailer, and I was really like, wow. Mm-hmm. I need to play that game because, like I say, it feels like Mirror's Edge visually and stuff. You know, so yeah, um, it's quite striking in that regard. Aye, um, so aye, I'll, I'll probably be one of these smash hit indie hits and stuff this year. So super hot. It's really hot. Hot. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Glad to see that we're keeping the obviousness in obvious. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? I was gonna say, there's nothing, nothing else to do, or are you done and dusted. There's always something else, but no, I'm, I'm good to do. I've, I've covered games Grand. that I was going to cover, and I covered games that I was going to cover. So, coverage Super. was patchy and hot at best. Excellent. Okay, guess it is me then. Um, so there have been, let's think, it's been about four titles I've kind of gone through since the last time. Um, as usual, me and my indie stuff. Uh, there's been Oxen Free, Firewatch, Single Player COD because I don't touch multiplayer because that's that's just mental, um, and Rocket League, which I think we can all talk about because oh, we've yes. all played a fair amount of Rocket League at this stage. Yes. Yes. So yes. I will do that at the end. First of all, I'll start off with Oxen Free. Which no, is this is... the sequel to Oli Oli? No, that's Oli Oli Two. No jokes were told in this book. No. <laughs> For fuck's sake, Human yeah. bypass. Is this what? the survival horror thing that's kind of done up, not quite like a survival horror, but it has tones of horror through it, possibly? It's like a cartoon? There's, there's, there's a whole lot of wrongness going on in the last like, one minute. Is, bu- here, is, this so. a, is this the one where you find the radio and you tune in? Yeah. Yeah, well, you... Here, Dale, 
Tell us about auction for me. <laughs> uh, there's, there's tuning in. I'm going to say there's Fuck tuning up, in to your radio. Draw us to about Ollie Ollie 2 instead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why not? Just tell uh, us about not? Tony Hawk's. Oh, no, no, it. let's not go down that route, man. That's, God, Tony Hawk's, Tony Hawk's 5 was just, that caused people to cry. Oh, I uh, like to draw a bit too. But on you go. Oxenfree is, <clears throat> is a game in the loosest sense of the term in that there's not really a lot of things that you do that are gamey. What it is, it is effectively a story told over the best part of uh, about three hours, give or take, about a series of five friends who go to a island that has a, a checkered history behind it. And they use a radio to find out about that history by tuning into different frequencies. That's as much as I'm going to say about the story because anything else will just ruin the whole thing. And this game is all about its story. It's its main conceit. But what it does very well is the way it allows or works in terms of the conversations between all the characters. It is one of the most naturalistic sounding spoken performances that I have heard from a game. Just in the way that they all bounce off each other, the tones, the way they joke each other, and the way that they've done the system so that what happens is that during a conversation you'll get three speech bubbles popping up for for your main character. But they won't necessarily stop a conversation just to wait for you to say what you need to say they will quite happily continue to carry on if you say nothing they'll be in mid-sentence and you'll maybe pick an option and then you'll come in it feels as if it's actual people having a natural conversation it doesn't feel like it is a game that is waiting for you to pick something to put into the gap where you should have picked something to put into the gap Right. Um, it kind of differs slightly from the Telltale series in that the Telltale series you can have a, there can be a conversation ongoing and then I'll ask you to input into that conversation aye and it go, stops dead yes stops and you can wait for about although I will say one of the things I never mentioned because it wasn't too significant but in uh, the Minecraft one uh, if you don't speak during that time the characters will make blatant comments about how this is awkward why you just stand and look at me you got to say yeah. something things like that but yeah I know what you mean whereas in this one they don't do that they just keep the conversation keeps carrying on and so what happens if you miss a beat then the, com- then the conversation just keeps going right it's, it's very well done in the state that you you are actively just contributing to what is being spoken as opposed to you being the catalyst for having to continue the conversation right so obviously obviously in your telltale games when this happens you like you get situations where people will continue to talk and there's a timer bar yeah. It starts going down the screen and you maybe get say five seconds to pick yeah. what you're going to say if you've not picked something by the end of that and the character instead of just stopping talking it'll pick something for you or just choose silence yeah. for you um, I take it is it just always like that, is that well so what, what happens is that during the conversation as I said, you'll get three speech bubbles that come up above your character and you can pick one of those options mm-hmm. if you don't pick any the, the characters will just keep having a conversation there will be times that they might have asked you something but if you don't say anything they'll just turn around and say nothing huh well fair enough and do you get enough time to pick what you want to say yes yeah easily right. easily enough okay. time 
and all that happens is that they begin to fade out if you don't pick anything but the the more enjoyable part of the game really is actually just going through with these characters and being a part of those conversations the story is interesting enough although I have slight concerns about the way that it's told in the end it feels as if they kind of get to a point where they go there's a lot of story here and I don't know how to do it so I'm just going to put it into letters dotted around the environment so if you don't go hunting them out you won't necessarily get the complete picture Right. but I actually it was just a good game to sit around for three hours and be in a company and the conversations of the people that were the NPCs or the characters that I was with as I said it's a really hard one to discuss because all so the suggesting it's, it's, it's not about the destination it's about the journey yeah. is that what you're saying here Dylan? yes yeah. it, it, it's very much like that it's it's really it's interesting because there's quite a few games that are now coming out where story is so central to what's happening that there's no way to talk about the story so you're kind of left talking about the mechanics but with things like Telltale Games and Oxen Free and the one I'm going to next which is Firewatch those mechanics are relatively slight they're there for the story to progress but I can't tell you what the story is so it's a bit of a catch-22 fair enough um, but Oxen Free is I enjoyed it the asking price may be a bit steep it's £15 and there's kind of an argument there to say that I don't mind paying three hours for a really good experience. This is a good to very good experience. But it may be something that's best waited for a sale to come along. Fair enough. Um, next one was Firewatch, which I played on the PC, uh, which is the, the, same, the game behind... Uh, the people that did it are some of the people that were behind Gone Home, which was uh, two or three years ago. And I think they're also behind some of the Walking Dead stuff. and They've kind of picked developers from a few studios. Um, it is another thing that many would possibly class as a walking simulator, in that you do a lot of walking about when there's conversations ongoing and you kind of fulfil relatively straightforward tasks. You're not really doing anything that is overly difficult or taxing. Uh, you don't have to learn a complicated mechanic or anything like that, but it focuses on two people. One is Henry, who is starting a summertime job as a watch person in a national park. And his boss, which is... This is what I've forgotten her name. I think it's Delia. I'm pretty sure it's Delia. And you, they both communicate through a walkie-talkie. Right. And what happens is you will go through again you go through the game an overall story is explained comes out you'll fill, fulfill different tasks as you go through to further extend that story and delve into it a little bit more but the main aspect of the game really is a relationship that Henry and uh, Delia form through the conversations that you have right so I was going to ask them each other, but that might be a spoiler. I don't even know. Um, yeah, it's this is one of the things. It's better to kind of just go through the game organically and hear the conversations right, okay, and how okay. they talk with each other and how you feel. You can actually sense the bond being created the more that you play it. To the point that there's the way that it ended. 
actually caused a little bit of disappointment in me in terms of how some of them reacted. If that, well, that's probably the best way I can think of putting it. <laughs> so vague. I don't, I don't be, why. It has to be so incredibly vague. It's so um, fucking vague. But it's. I think I spent about five, five, six hours on it. The actual main story is pretty interesting. There's a lot of little bits that happen that kind of make you freak out a little bit and go, bloody hell, what's going on here? But you play it for the relationship between those two characters. And it's a really well done relationship. Really, you get very invested. I mean, the base sound like the kind of game I would love. But, I mean, you said that one was on the PC, so was Oxenfree, wasn't it? No, Oxenfree, I think it's a PlayStation. Oh, is, it, is it? Yes. Right, okay, I'll look out for that one. But I take it this one's no console so, yet. Well, so this is on, PS3, uh, this is on PS4 and PC. Uh, as I as I say to everything when it comes to indies, give it six months to a year. Aye. It'll be if it's not on one platform, it'll be on the other one. Uh, if it's on one platform, it'll very make its way to the other one because indies like making money just like everyone else does. And the more formats it's on, the only time this ever changes is if the uh, the publisher, i.e., Sony or Microsoft, have put funds into the game. Which is why you won't see Street Fighter Five because Sony put money into it. Again, bastards. So, uh, in that sort the... of regard, you know, <laughs> nothing you can do. You're not, that. you're not missing much, if I'm honest. Fucked um, up. <laughs> it's a half game. I just want to throw Hadoukens, but anyway, that's beside the point. Else, talk. Buy plants versus zombies. Superhero ones got Hadouken. Right. There what you else? go. Third game is my annual Call of Duty Let's Play the Single Player. Because I quite like a bit of Call of Duty Single Player. You don't have to think too much. Things blow up. It looks kind of nice. Unfortunately, Black Ops 3 is three levels in, I admit, but three levels in is the dullest you, one I have played for a very long time. I've not finished the single player campaign yet. Just, just saying. It's so just... It's weird because... Well, it's, Advanced Warfare had a really good single player, I thought. It was really enjoyable, gave you a few different abilities, environments were interesting, and there was always something on the go. Things were problem, exploding everywhere. Do you know feel the problem having played Advanced Warfare is you kind of kind of saw the... Well, at the where I am, you kind of see the baddies after where, who the baddies are. For the minute you see people, you're like, oh, you're the baddie, aren't you? But I, I don't care about... I don't, I don't play Call of Duty for the single player for excellent kind of story and twists I play it because I like spectacle uh, Advanced Warfare gave me spectacle I think the robot thing's a bit null and void in it as well the bit I'm trying to I'm, I'm no far by the bit with a lab and you get know how you get down into the ground and yeah. the robots start coming alive it, it kind of makes that shift from action game to horror game kind of yeah, um, the, the problem I, I the second level where you are going into Shanghai, I think, in Black Ops Three. Um, yeah, the boat, the boat, yeah. the harbour. Yeah, it's right. just a huge amount of grey and black. It's absolutely it's, so it, incredibly dull. I mean, the lighting is fantastic, well done, but the environment itself, I just keep walking through and go. I it's just there's nothing here there's nothing that is jumping out at me and kind of taking my attention 
Uh, I feel as well, but it's it's de- I know the four four campaign. I know the bigger big fucking deal with it. Oh wow! But I feel it's weighted a lot for. I feel like when you're on a map, you feel like you're on your Todd. But you can imagine how four guys running about the map. We like well three guys. It feels like it's like it's a ha- it's no. It's like a halfway house between a single player campaign and a multiplayer campaign, as in like for the yeah. size and the paths. Because I always feel like I'm missing something. Because I'll be doing a path and I'll be like. But where did that other path lead? But then you're like, well, that's where the other guy goes, yeah. and the other, and it's kind of like the, the the levels are big, and they've got lots of verticality. But I just think it, it, it's a jarring thing. I think for me, because I like to kind of scour COD levels just so I pick up everything and anything, you know. And I just think in the new in Black Ops Three, they're just a bit too unruly for what they are. If you know, what it I mean. might get better. As I said, I'm only three levels in and it may completely change but a huge part of me is just so far incredibly bored by it at this and I don't I don't normally get that way with Call of Duty because I mean in, again going back to Advanced Warfare because I have to keep doing it by the third level I was I think I was infiltrating a power plant and there was a huge fantastic intro where we just swept over some trees and then popped down straight into a battlefield mm. it's not happening here it's just I'm in this Stupid, boring, like hub section. I think as well. Well, the thing I know is a lot of people were complaining about the length of the campaign. So what you might find is it might kick in near the tail end of it. But yeah. a lot of people were saying it's taking like double the time in a standard campaign to complete. That's a bit annoying. Then. Well, probably. <laughs> but that's I think that's as well where the multiplayer thing arcs in. They've just lengthened it for multiplayer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's what it's called, isn't it? It is what it is. I mean, I it, think... it can still be good though this this kind of this very much is so far falling into the I, I can't even it, think of a good word to explain the word bleh is it. it like a battlefield campaign no because it's weird because it doesn't it's where it lands content wise as well it feels like it wants to be advanced warfare but then it feels like it wants to be titanfall it, it's it's just it doesn't have its own character I think or at least what I've played so far yeah, and I don't imagine it Gone any any other way than what it did go than what it's going, you know. And I think it's kind of blandish. That's the thing. The minute you introduce robots into something, it just kind of they're either going to be really good robots or they're going to be really bad robots. And I think to be fair, the only good thing for it so far is the intro. I think the intro is pretty crazy. Um, Before is it the intro or second mission? The mission where you become. Yes. cybernetics well there's, probably... thing, there's things that happen to your body at the start of that game that I kind of looked at and went oh, that seems a bit rough for a Call of Duty even for a Call of Duty well, game wait, aye, <laughs> whereas Advanced Warfare you lost your arm this goes this is like yeah, yeah this goes a little bit further it must be said um, and I think it handles that kind of stuff because I've heard it's, it get, there's a quite a bit of that in the game so I'm kind of like alright okay yeah. but then but, you're wondering is that just them being that way just to, to feed the the, 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 the the, the audience they've got are like mid teenagers you know what I mean yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't know it's Infinity Ward are doing next year or this year's I should say actually Infinity Ward are doing this year's and their last one that wasn't exactly well received either so they need to put something out the heart or they're going to end up with Assassin's Creed I think this year the series because the thing is we always Titanfall's raised its head now and we were wow. when they're running they're running to Titanfall 2's announcements happening because they're already saying by the way Titanfall 2's coming blah 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 well, well, I, I suppose I mean. the question is what are the sales figures for Black Ops 3 if they're I in line with everyone really else well. 
I think it sold really well, and that's the problem. And the thing is, as well, it's technically in theory, big brackets, it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive because you get all the content, all the pro players, all the pros play it on PlayStation 4. Well, that's weird because yeah. it sold more on Xbox in America at least than PS4. Mm. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Esports guys have kind of been dabbling and looking at that shit and all that, but a lot of the esporters play it on PS4. Well, they have to because PlayStation. It'll all be PlayStation consoles at the Call of Duty esports events, so they have to Aye, play it on that because they, they have to get used to the, the maps pass. and stuff first. That. Yeah, so that's. I mean, that, that's understandable. They can't not use that because you know, they're just playing it on Xbox like a bunch of dirty casuals. Mm. Yeah, that's that's that what you're telling me. Aye. <laughs> the thing is, well, but the thing is, like, it's like. To actually, I've, I've argued this a hundred times. To actually have a core group of four people to play it with would be great because I think zombies mode would because this one zombie mode it's like uh, Ron Perlman, Jeff Jeff Goldblum, yeah, the good Jeff Goldblum who's a magician and stuff like that are in the zombies mode and it's kind of set in kind of a swing nineteen forties mm-hmm. kind of setting. I think that would be great fun to go with four folk like maybe two or three nights out just having a blast at it and then the DLC one looks amazing because you get to shoot it's going back to it looks the new zombies map for the DLC looks like they've lifted it directly for Castle Wolfenstein it looks thematically very similar in the kind of setting and stuff you know but then it's Activision stealing Activision's IPs isn't it so well Dale have you got it on the Xbox One yes and Stu you've obviously Ah. got it on that as well well I should have it next week it'll be a brief it'll be a brief experience so when I've got it we've got to arrange something and get it played but um because I'm not planning on having it for long. There you go, folks. Because like, I'm the same we're as We're just planning our social lives on the podcast, so that's, that's all good. <laughs> oh, don't, don't worry about us, it's fine. Um, the else isn't going to listen. If they are, maybe they'll be the, third per- the fourth person to join us. So. Drop us a Twitter <laughs> message, we're always happy for more. Um, moving on from COD, because we could get we could go down the zombie hole with this one, but we're moving on from COD. Um, I'm going to briefly mention the Division Beta. The open beta, which by the time you lot listen to this in about April, probably will be um, will be will be out. So you've already played it. In fact, we'll probably they'll, do a they'll podcast. They'll have announced the second one by the time this is it. Aye, yeah, every chance we've already played it and finished it by the time we talk about this. But Aye. I have done about two or three hours in it. I quite enjoy it, and I quite enjoy it because I think if I wanted to play through it just by myself, I could. And that is a big difference from everyone's talking about Destiny and this and comparing it, but the difference is I think I could play through this by myself and enjoy it. I don't. I never got the input. I always felt I was missing something in Destiny if I didn't have a fire team. But see, to counter that, and as well as that, and I, I definitely agree with you. It does play that way, but um, you're not forced to play certain things by yourself. If that makes sense, like in Destiny, if you don't have a fire team. And you're just trying to play through the the story missions in Destiny. You're stuck doing them yourself, unless you can go to the tower and you're quite an outgoing yeah. person, and you're going to be throwing about party invites left, right, and centre, and accidentally inviting eleven-year-old boys and going, "Oh, fuck, get them at the party." Um, what I should point out: what Will's experience of Destiny is is not necessarily representative <laughs> of everyone else's. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just in case. But no, I've, I've never had to do that. Because we, we don't talk to anybody, we're anti-social press. Thank God you finished the sentence that way, Will, that's all I'm saying. But the beauty is, um, any mission, uh, how big or small you want to do in this, you just there's the wee hub and you just pick to get match made. For well, that's, that's the thing. Even Destiny could do with learning for that. The second mission that I played in the game, which well, in the beta, 
which was a hospital mission to place in a hospital building. You can just stand out the front, hold down eggs, and it match makes for you. Yes. And lovely. that's See, I, brilliant. I don't even think you need to match make in it, because I played through well, I, I played through the close beta before it went open and I've not played through the open beta because it's a close beta. Just have to do that again. Yeah. But I played through the close beta I played ninety five percent of it by myself. And I really enjoyed playing it by myself. Well, that's, ah, yeah, that's you what ran about catching bullets in your teeth and shutting your eyes no. as you shot people. Nobody cares. No, but, <laughs> but it's not about needing somebody to get you through the no, level. That's what it's I mean. about it's... the fun of having a couple other people watching your back. I think, I think, but yeah. no, not everybody wants to sit... Like, I mean, as in, like, you can play the game by yeah. yourself. You don't Aye, need and that's the people. That's the point Dell originally made. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> I, I played through the debate and I'm, I'm just backing that up, but I'm also going to say that you can also go into the dark zone by yourself and be a right cunty folk. Yeah. And place. that's place also a off. very powerful thing to play it through, you know what I mean? I think they've, the been, fact that, yeah, they've, been, they've been clever, and I think, I don't know if it bears out over the whole game, because none of us can tell that yet but if the opening sections are representative you could play this completely by yourself and I don't think you would feel as if you were being screwed over by the developers if that's because I think that's where you're going with it yeah. really Stu isn't it you don't, you're, you're not getting a sense that you're being completely well if I don't play this with another three people then you know my, my only issue to take us after this is um, the customization doesn't feel special and by that I mean in Destiny is you're you're getting new armour, new shaders, your guns, you're taking a look at they've got different abilities and stuff. I don't know, maybe if it's just, it's just because we're only in the beta and we've not seen anything cool yet, but I don't know, I just feel as if it's you get a gun, it's got a certain power to it, you equip it, that's yeah. it. And I don't really notice anything on my character, I don't feel any cool off of having it. Oh, see that's the thing, there's a lot of on there's a lot of the debate that's been locked out. So the crafting system's locked out. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how the crafting will work. In it. So you'll right. be able to make stuff for scrap. You find, yeah. plus the I think what you'll find is it's the your kit. You get like the unlocks, like the jackets, jeans, and all that shit. All that you'll be able to get fancy ones of that because I've already seen they've got like fireman suits and hazmat suits and policeman suits and all that shit. And you'll end up getting Tom Clancy's suit and all that shit in it. You know what I mean? Like for Splinter Cell, and I think that's. But then, like I suppose, what you're saying is what you're saying. But then it's grounded in the real world. Aye. So aye. it's it's no so much what is it called, other than a fancy paint job. How do you know your gun's aye. the best gun? It's not quite central sort of thing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Aye. Aye. Um, but I like it. I'll be getting it. Yeah. When it comes to, I think it, the the beta's convinced me that I'm definitely interested in giving this game a shot. Um. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going to keep my open for that, which leaves us with Rocket League. <laughs> and it's shite in it. Uh, aye, we we only paid it. For, we only paid it for about two and a bit hours before we did this podcast. So it's proper awful, honestly. Um, so I initially played this on the PS4, and I didn't quite get it when I played it on the PS4. I really struggled to kind of understand what the appeal was. But because I knew that there's a group of us that play that have Xboxes, play regular on Xboxes I bought the Xbox version because I knew Will would probably have it knew Stu would have it and uh, you know, people that we know would probably grab it so before we did this me and Will kind of jumped on about 4 o'clock or so and I think we basically just played until about half past 6 and it was 
blissfully amazing. Just aye. And the problem is, well, I can't. We set, we set the scene. Time. I mean, we've played it. You've played it loads of times, and when you play it in a group with randoms, it's just a rammy. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's no teamwork involved, and I never really thought it was possible to play it as a team. Do you know what I mean? Because all I've done is played it, as you say, on the PlayStation. I played it on my cousin's PlayStation. I don't have any pals on there, so I'm just playing it with randoms. But me and you played um, two versus two yeah. on there, and so it's just me and you. We've got complete control of our own team, and we were calling out things all the time. We were constantly you're going down the left hand side. You're telling me when to go into the middle for the ball. Doesn't it always work? Quite right, especially when one of us runs the other one by mistake. <laughs> Aye, that's particularly fun. Or the classic, the ball flies right across their goal mouth and both is just somersault past yeah. the ball and let it roll, <laughs> roll past and miss it completely. And it's full but, of those little moments that you're not expecting where you hit the ball, it bounces off somebody and it bounces back off of you. And it, it, it's the same thing that you see in sport, basically, is where things, the unexpected is what makes the game as enjoyable as it is all the times that you try and do something clever and it doesn't come off or you do do something clever and it works exactly as you intended it to just always feel absolutely amazing um, what I would say about it as well is I mean I've, you've been saying I play Madden I play FIFA and stuff like that when I get beat in the games I'm really annoyed I don't really care if I get beat at Rocket no. League it's still funny no, it's... you know what I mean and the fact that you can customise your car to have loads of different city I've got a bit of eating bread hanging off the top of my car and a cake on the on the roof it's silly stuff like that it, it definitely I've now currently got a train set did you notice that before the end? <laughs> did you? there's a train set in my room so it's I think it's definitely I can understand why people who do really get into it and play with friends I, I can see why they get into it so much because it's very straightforward. There's there's definitely a degree of learning of how to use your car, and I can imagine if you get to really high level play, there's people that can bounce and jump and fly with their vehicles in incredibly um, impressive ways. But for the most part, it's just people driving about and trying to hit a ball, and the funniest things happen when you don't expect them to. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean I don't know what you found Stu I've, you've definitely played it because I've seen you I've seen achievements popping up left right and centre so what's yeah. your general feeling of it Um, I think it's a real good game it's another one of the like Rainbow Six there was for Friday night there was a squad of us on playing it and um, it was great fun it was a case of we're all having a laugh and that and in multiplayer, it's multiplayer. You know what I mean. It's it's always going to be fun. But even with randoms, it's 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 not a problem. Um, I think it's a good kind of second tier game. It's no a primary tier game. I it'll no take the place of like a rainbow or a. a oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm considering considering Halo, Halo, Halo for a time, but I. It's the game you play after you play your main game. You're like, oh, do you want to play a couple of games of Rocket League before mm, we go I, could, I could play yeah. a full night of this, I think. Um, I, could, I could play a pre-arranged four-hour session in this. No problem. Yeah, yeah. I will. I suppose, but it's, it's good. It's, it's good. It's nice, easy going. It plays well. It looks nice. Um, it's got enough Easter eggs and hidden shit for every game ever under the sun. Um, and it, I've got the Warthog in it now. I've mm. also got the Gears of War motor. Um, now, assuming they just locked, unlocked when you get to a certain level, 
you need to no for the warthog you need to win a race you need to win a match in every car in the game to unlock a warthog and you need to win a season to unlock the Gears of War armadillo Um, but on the way up basically every match you finish you get an unlock Um, I've got what have I got I've got I've got Portal 2 Blue Goo I've got that Goo for my, my jet stream I've got money for my jet stream snow I've got um, rainbows I've got <laughs> fizzy for sunset overdrive is my aerial thingamabob uh, my aerial decoration and stuff you know what I mean and you get flags loads of flags for different games I think that's um, really clever how they did that actually because it's it's just an indie being indie isn't it it's I know but it's, still, it's a nice touch though it's, it's something that they, they could have I mean, and arguably, you could have turned around and you could have said, you know what, we're going to microtransaction the crap out of this and make you pay for all no, of it, but they didn't. There is, there is uh, the Delorean. There is the Delorean, but, but you know, yeah. we'll, we'll not mention that. Yeah. The, the, the Delorean in the room. <laughs> but uh, the thing as well, but is it's like, uh, I wonder how long it'll be till we can. I know we got all the DLC in brackets to date that's on the PlayStation, but they've got experimental pitches in there, which I think sound quite interesting because there's like a, a horseshoe pitch, mm-hmm. which. The, the one goal, I played on last night. It's like a big donut. Oh no, I didn't. Sorry, I'm telling a lie. It's like a big donut, and the goals are back to back, so you can drive through the goal. If you know what I mean, to go in the horseshoe. Ah, yeah, I, I um, played that in the PlayStation. That's what it was. I'm that sounds quite myself. interesting. And there's one where loads of ramps, and then there's a circle one. But it's like the the ice hockey game. I've not played that yet, but I know there's modifiers where you can turn the ball into a big square on the Xbox one so I don't know if the ice hockey one's hidden in there somewhere because yeah, apparently the ice hockey one when you're playing with the puck it totally changes the kind of dynamics of the game um, I suspect so it'll be like, mostly parity I mean the things will come to one and come to the other at different times but they'll be unified eventually because I, I, I mean there's no real benefit for the developer to keep things too separate mm. I definitely think having played it and played quite a bit of it I think they might add weaponry to it at a stage it has a feeling that they might put in maybe rockets or something just to get an edge because I know you can destroy other vehicles by hitting them at full 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 um, NOS I don't know would that that not horribly balance it in terms of there'd be people in there who are just there to blow people up rather than do anything else uh, as long as they keep it to its end mode do you know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm off. I'll put in whatever you want. Do you know what I mean? Just don't take away the stuff we've got. If that makes yeah. sense. Aye. But uh, aye, as long as it doesn't ruin the, the standard kind of competitive mode to it. Aye. And fire in. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I want to play. You playing it with his latest too? Aye, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Probably. Aye, why not? Also. <laughs> once, once again, social social calendaring on the podcast. And. Yeah. People, I guess it makes us sound like real people. It makes us sound, I makes us sound like I've not been six months without talking to you. You know, <laughs> six months. That's fucking baloney for us. Well, there we go. That's giving the game away, folks. Um, <laughs> we basically shunned Stu because he refused to buy any new games. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was there, there back. Was, there was no new content. That's why other people are missing for this cast. <laughs> I also don't like the cunt. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing as well. This is escalating. This is escalating so, my integrity. Well, in an effort to keep Stu's integrity intact, which I kind of think that went ages ago, but we'll try, we'll try. Um, we may, I think, call this one at a close at this stage. 
well, an hour and eleven minutes, uh, sixteen minutes into this. So yeah, uh, but you can you disappeared for about five minutes, which we won't tell anybody except for the fact that I just did. So you know, um, leave that in at the end. Yeah, uh, well, we are at the end. We will be at the end if everyone stops talking for a minute. So shut up. Right. To hijack you, Eurogamer's coming again, and we're all going to fucking Eurogamer. There you Are go. We? Good night. I've not, I've not got tickets. You got a spell once, dude? <laughs> no. Stop. Hey, hey. Calm, calm down, calm down. Now, <laughs> we'll do all this. We'll do more social diarising in the next episode, where undoubtedly Stu will tell us exactly which pub he's going to be at for most of Eurogamer and who he's going to convince to go down with them. Until then, <laughs> what we'll do is we're going to say good night. Or good morning, or good afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, and suggest that again you follow us on Twitter at Console Ninjas. Send us an email at an email address that I can't quite remember at this point because I it's don't normally host. Console underscore ninjas at gmail dot com. It's, well, it's, it's at console underscore ninjas, is it no? Is it? Well, there you go then. As you can tell, I'm new to this hosting shit. I'm, so. I'm going to go ahead and say if you listen to this, there's a good chance you follow us. Nah. <laughs> Or if you don't and you pick this one by mistake, unlucky. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. <laughs> From, right, so we're gonna say good we're gonna say goodbye. Well, say goodbye. Goodbye. Stu, say goodbye. Catches. I knew you weren't gonna say goodbye, you awkward <laughs> bastard. Take care everybody. Until next time. Ta ta Catches. Catches. I'll get the last one. Ha <laughs> ha